0: I'd like to share with you some important, uh, important story uh, telling from, from the Gospel of John, chapter 20. It was still the first day of the week. That evening, when the disciples were behind closed doors because they were afraid of the Jewish authorities, Jesus came and stood among them, He said, "'Peace be with you.'" And after he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. When the disciples saw the Lord, they were filled with joy. Jesus said to them again, "'Peace be with you. As the Father sent me, so I am sending you.'" Then he breathed on them and said, "'Receive the Holy Spirit.'" If you forgive anyone's sins, they are forgiven. If you don't forgive them, they aren't forgiven.'" Thomas, the one called Didymus, one of the twelve, wasn't with the disciples when Jesus came. The other disciples told him, we've seen the Lord. But he replied, unless I see the nail marks in his hands, put my finger in the wounds left by his nails, and put my hand into his side, I won't believe. After eight days, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Even though the doors were locked, Jesus entered and stood among them. He said, peace be with you. And then he said to Thomas, put your finger here. Look at my hands. Put your hand into my side. No more disbelief. Believe. Thomas responded to Jesus, my Lord and my God. Jesus replied, do you believe because you see me? Happy are those who don't see And yet believe. Then Jesus did many other miraculous signs in his disciples' presence. Signs that aren't recorded in this scroll. But these things are written so that you will believe that Jesus is the Christ. God's son. And that believing, you will have life in his name. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now pray with me. God, you show up in so many ways, with so many blessings blessings of music, blessings of talent. Appear to us that your word might be instilled in our hearts today that we might be who you sent us to be. We pray in the name of Jesus, amen. I like Thomas. We call him the doubter, but my goodness, he just wants evidence. In all our scientific experiments, aren't we trained to want evidence? Anyway, I like Thomas. If I had another son... No, no just kidding. <laughs> we have some Thomases here, don't we? They're good people. Well, this occasion with Jesus' interaction with his disciple is the moment that he sends them to do what he has been doing and empowers them with the Holy Spirit to do it. This is why I believe that we have been called to be the presence of Christ in our time in this place and can expect that of ourselves as the church. Look at verse 21 again. Peace be with you. As the Father sent me, so I am sending you. Jesus came to embody the Spirit and the grace of God. He came to forgive the separation that we have created between ourselves and God and invite and welcome people back into a relationship with God. We call him the Christ, the anointed one. Well, we are baptized to do that same thing. We are baptized, we are commissioned to renounce evil, reject wickedness, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves and accept the freedom and the power God gives us in doing so. We weren't given permission. We were blessed and authorized and sent. Doing the work Christ did is who the church is. That's a challenge. That's our cross and that is our resurrection to eternal life. Well, I believe this this occasion of Jesus showing up is also a clear way that into in, in, a clear window into the way that God works and is the way that we are invited to work. God openly and fearlessly shows up in our lives. All the angels who came and said fear not have nothing on Jesus who walks into a gathering of followers in a locked house afraid the authorities will come for them as they did for Jesus. Jesus wasn't afraid when they came for him. He wasn't afraid when hanging on the cross. And here he is having been crucified witnessing to them that the authorities and the death they wield are nothing to fear. In addition, the disciples needn't fear Jesus, whom they ignored when he prayed, sold for 30 coins, denied three times, and fled when he was being tortured and hung. Now, if anyone were to be judged, it would be these characters who knew him. And yet Jesus didn't judge them not for their absence in his hour, not for their disbelief when Mary told them she saw him. He didn't judge Thomas for not believing the others. He came to them both times with love and forgiving grace and by his presence revealing God's truth and giving them the spirit of God in his breath upon them. Like he came to them, Jesus comes to us And if there is one thing I would like to leave with you in all my preaching is that we can be and we are in fact called to be and empowered to be Christ's representatives by sharing the love we receive from God. So look with me at how Jesus shows up and shows us how. Jesus always shows up in people's lives Not just in body, but in spirit, truth, love, and grace. I think this is one of the central themes of the gospel. Jesus is always there for us. At first giving us what we want, and then inviting us into a relationship with God. John 1, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Also in John 1, Jesus calls the disciples... He found them and invited them to join him. He wasn't looking for friends. He was looking for people who would work with him. John 3, Jesus showed up with Nicodemus, not for a chat, but to offer a spiritual relationship with God. John 4, Jesus showed up at the well not to just to get a drink, but to give life. He was there with a Samaritan woman, offering love, grace, truth. John 6, he fed thousands. But when when they came back for more food, notice he refused. And instead invited them into a relationship with God, to believe the one God sent. They wanted bread. He offered them the bread of life relationship with God I pause here to, to wonder how often how long will our church keep giving bread if we're not inviting people into a relationship with the bread of life it is good that the poor are fed but this is a church the body of Christ we have so much more to give than spaghetti and peanut butter You and I don't come here for food, though I will eat spaghetti twice next week. We do eat it when it is offered. But we come here to be part of a blessed community that loves God and loves each other, supports each other, and raises our children and families in faithful relationship with God in a way that saves marriages, guides children, gives purpose to our eternal living feed the hungry, but show them that we have more to offer than food. No one, no other church is in position to do this better than we can. We have access to so many people who are hungry. I'm not asking to stop feeding them. I'm not asking us to help the poor become like us. They probably don't want to be. But I am asking us that we show up in their lives with love. And then if somebody wants to continue being hungry, send them to some service organization whose mission is to feed the hungry. And why are the poor hungry? Why are they poor? Have they been unfairly judged and treated? Well then, help them advocate for justice. Are they working? Still poor, then help them advocate for raising the minimum wage. Go back to the gospel. John 7. Jesus teaches and catches the authorities in their hypocrisy. They circumcise a man on the Sabbath, but they're upset when he heals a man on the Sabbath. Well, we support authorities who ban books calling for confession because it makes us feel uncomfortable when we know the only way to God who knows us fully is to acknowledge the truth of our behavior and our history. Let Jesus show up with us. Jesus shows up in John 11 to give life to a dead man Lazarus, knowing he does so at the cost of his own life, he does not let fear stop him when he does God's work. John 12, Jesus shows up in Jerusalem knowing it will be his last journey he has a lot to teach much more to show before he is arrested his followers are foremost on his mind he knows this week will be tough for them and their commitment to his witness is fragile what tempts us to stop showing up in the name of Jesus Christ is it our fear our comfort our convenience a desire for friendship, entertainment, for rest, for excitement. John eighteen nineteen Jesus shows up for the world's judgment. Unafraid, unapologetic, undiminished still transparently revealing that God's truth, still taking advantage of his circumstance, inviting, as no one else is in position to do, a repentant thief crucified with him into a relationship with God. You know? John 20. Jesus shows up to quell the fear and disbelief of his followers, and empower these young people in the faith with the Spirit of God to go and show up. Show up in people's lives who are hurting, show up where people are questioning the truth, show up where people's sin, sickness, confusion, keep them from a relationship with God, and following God's call, Show up where people think all they want is a meal. Show up even when we would rather be somewhere other than where we are. Or we would rather be a friend than a disciple. You know, there's no pastor that can grow this church if its members don't want to show up. Likewise, there's no pastor who can keep this church from growing if its people insist on showing up. Guests of the church decide in the first 30 seconds of coming in the building if they will return. That depends on whether someone has shown up to make them feel welcome, that they belong here. It's not the sermons. So my prayer for this church is to show up in people's lives. Show up like the men do on Wednesday morning and the women do on Thursday morning to study the scripture. Show up like Beth and Tom who greet people whether they come for worship for a Wednesday night live meal or for a concert. Show up like a number of people do who are battling heavy-duty cancer and still they come as a sign of strength and spiritual wellness. Show up and transform our missions, our hospitality, our outreach, our relations with our neighbors. They will know us by our genuine grace-filled love. Show up in your financial and prayerful support of the church so it can do the work of Christ with you. The Spirit empowers us to do what Jesus did, and Jesus sends us. Showing up is often tough to do on our own. It's easier when we join others in worship, study, fellowship, prayer, and mission, to be the church, and to figure out what it means to be the church in our time transparent to God's love, as Jesus demonstrated so clearly throughout his ministry, we can hear as well. This is my prayer for the church. Amen.